Welcome to the only podcast for piano teachers just starting out, Piano Teacher Primer. My name is Angela Toon. Keep listening for the prime pro tips you can use with your own students right away. Episode 54, four new piano teaching ideas for 2024. And this episode will come out on January 4th. I like the sound of that. So I'm going to go through four different no guilt, no resolution, no stress things you can add to your teaching this year to make it more fun for you and your students to freshen things up and help you to succeed in whatever way that looks like for you. And you don't have to do all four at once and you can just pick one and then move on to the next. So I'm going to go through the each four quickly and then I will go into detail on each one, okay? So number one, learn a new piece yourself or maybe pick up a new instrument. Number two, find some new books, methods, pieces to teach your students. Number three, maybe on the same lines, find a new app or game or worksheets just to shake things up in your studio. And number four, find a new investment and I'll share some ideas what that could be. So number one, learn a new piece yourself or maybe a new instrument. Like I shared in episode 36, I will remind you again, don't forget to play the piano. We don't just teach all the time. Sit down and play and find something you love. It can be a solo at the end of your next recital, a duet with students. You can accompany a concerto or accompany one of your neighbors or family members on another instrument or a singer. Find a piano friend and play a duet together. This can look like whatever you want, but play the piano. People ask us to play for this and that, and sometimes we just say no because we know we're going to have to practice, but I encourage you to say yes once in a while. Even just, I love playing in the elementary school and helping out that way, playing at church. Find a way to use your talent, and that will be so fun for you to have something to practice for. Um, add something that is fun and challenging. It's just like, seems like fun and challenging to do. Our brains actually crave challenge. It's weird. Parts of us seem like we want the easiest, most efficient, the least thinking involved, the least work involved, but then we get bored and depressed and we're wondering what's wrong with ourselves. We need a challenge. So add a fun challenge this year. And don't forget to play your instrument. I've been relearning some pieces that I performed for my college senior recital. Am I trying to prove myself that I still got it? Maybe. Uh, I also, last year, played the organ in church for the first time. Did not go great. So hopefully the next time will be better. I probably need to practice more before I do it the next time. Make sure I've got it all actually down pat in the feet region. Uh, I've also been conducting a choir at church, which is new for me. I've sung in choirs my whole life, actually. But being the one to plan the music and see it through, it's been a joyous and challenging musical experience. So find a new musical experience for yourself that can involve people you love being with. Okay, number two, find some new books to try. Some new methods, new pieces, new music to teach your students. And I am telling myself this at the same time that I'm telling you this. 
I get so like, this is what I like to teach. This is what I'm safe with. I feel good about teaching in this order. And then I do, I get kind of bogged down. So I encourage you to try some new pieces. Um, One way to do this is if your student has a desire to learn something and you haven't taught it before and you might be like, oh, not sure. Maybe have an open mind and try it out. Maybe you can learn the piece yourself and then you'll be able to teach it better. So you could check off number one and two if you do that. For instance, if you haven't tried teaching classical music before, try it out. Uh, I will link in the show notes my favorite classical um, collection is the word that has a lot of collection of different composers and it has them in order of easiest to hardest in their opinion for the two different time periods. It's called Masterwork Classics. So I will link that in the show notes because I use that one all the time. Um, If you did learn classically like me, but you don't have a good understanding of chords, try some. Learn some more uh, on your own. Try teaching a little bit of creativity, improvising or giving a student a lead sheet or a fake book. See what creative things they come up with. You don't have to be able to do, again, I'm telling myself this too, you don't have to be able to do what some of your students could do. I have these new students and they're very creative. And I tell them, and I told the mom, I made it very clear, they're quite beyond me in the creativity department. But I can offer a couple of ideas. I can offer a few different arpeggios that they maybe hadn't thought of before, ways to break up that chord in a different way, Uh, endings that might sound nice, Uh, interludes that might be, anyway. So you can teach a little bit of creativity. One way this comes up is if a student says they want to learn a song and there's really not a good sheet music for it, or it would be too hard for them. Um, It seems hard, right, to do new things. It seems easier to do what is safe and the way we were taught and the way we've been teaching for years. But adding something new will give you just the excitement that you and your students need to freshen up the experience and make it more fun for both of you. And and especially older teenage students, I think they need a little bit of say on what they are going to learn. Um, would you find this post on Instagram and comment one new thing that you want to implement into your teaching this year? I thought I'd just stick this in here real quick before I don't forget. My Instagram is AngelaTune underscore. I have a purple post for every podcast episode. Find this one and comment one new thing you want to implement this year. Okay, new app, game, worksheet. Find some fun things. There's a ton online. There's even book. I have like a Hal Leonard book of worksheets and I keep going back to it and I keep pulling them out. I even used those and like added some Halloween pictures for the Halloween group class or you could add Christmas pictures for the next Christmas. Anyway, you can make it fit new apps to try and this is something I want to try more of this year. And some of my friends are really good at this. So maybe I need to have some of them on the podcast and they can share some of their favorite apps and games. Um, Try in the lesson with a young child. Try thinking this one thought. How can I turn this concept into a game? 
you can think it before, during, and after a lesson. But sometimes I have, I just think this during the lesson, like it's a concept the student is learning or needs a little reinforcement with, or maybe is full on struggling with. And I just think, how can I turn this concept into a game? And you just see what you come up with. Have some things on hand that you can create a quick game with. Stickers. So I'll describe this one and maybe I'll make a post about it on Instagram so you can see it too. I just have a big uh, sheet music thing that has the treble clef and the bass clef and I teach by landmarks. And so I had these stickers and I was sticking them on the certain landmarks and then the student was putting these little, the dice were like rhythm dice so they didn't even have to do with anything. They just happened to fit on the key. I've also done little pom-poms and have the student just place on each one. And we just turned it into a little game and stick it right in the middle of the lesson. If you have a small whiteboard, you can just write, you can make a little quick matching game and they just match, 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 and then you're done. Um, If you have some of those little erasers, they can put them on the keys. So just try that one question for yourself. How can I turn this concept into a game. One of my most listened to podcast episodes is episode 34 with Terry Peterson. She shares the most incredible simple activities that she plays with young children, things she's made and found. And I would recommend watching this episode on YouTube or Spotify video podcast because you can see what she has put together and she shows how she does it and and why. Really, really good stuff. So add a new game, get just a couple simple things to have on hand that you can just whip out a concept into a game. Um, So many things I could talk about games, so I might need to do another episode on that. Okay, number four, new investment, okay? So this could be several different applications. So I'm just gonna go through a couple ideas for you. Number one, or I'm not numbering these, but... Invest in your instrument, okay? Tune your piano at least once a year, please. (laughs) I'm super excited to have finally found a used grand piano. So I am going to upgrade my instrument and then then I think my upright is gonna need some work sometime. So keep updated on your instruments. The piano tuner that I use, he even gives a discount for my students which is so nice. So if you can find a tuner that will offer something like that for you, then that will help your student parents to be more willing to keep their instrument tuned. They're paying you every month, so hopefully they will pay to keep their instrument up to date. Um, Also, don't forget to invest in yourself. Read, listen to some new self-help books, teaching books, business books. Expand your mind this year. Uh, invest in your physical health. Have you noticed that your physical health affects the rest of your life? It affects all aspects of your life. This doesn't have to cost a lot. I know I said the word investment, which makes it sound like a big thing. But find something that works for you that you are excited about and go for it. For me, it has been infrared yoga. (laughs) So my local gym opened up these infrared yoga. So it's hot yoga, but not super hot. And I went this morning, amazing. 
um, I have some back problems and some types of workouts that I actually love to do, they seem to make it worse. So I love the mental cleansing from working out as well as stretching myself out because I get super stiff. So this has been the best of both worlds. I still do other types of workouts, but I just crave these yoga classes, let me tell you. So listen to your body and your body will thank you and your mind will thank you. And speaking of minds, invest in your mental and emotional health. I have been in several life coaching programs and life changing. Oh my goodness. I was super sad and and didn't, I felt like a slave to my emotions because I I feel big, guys. (laughs) I do. And these things, these programs have helped me think more clearly and not beat myself up for every little thing. We all get in our own heads sometimes and we all need to talk to someone, I feel like. So find somebody to talk to. Find uh, maybe one of these self-help books can really help you with your mental and emotional health. Because again, doesn't that affect everything else in your life? I am here to test that. For an investment this year, I am going to try my music staff. I just keep hearing about the benefits of having an organizing software. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) This is going to help me keep track of things. And I'm going to spend less time scheduling students and makeup lessons and It can send reminders for me and I can spend more time creating fun stuff for you piano teachers. So best of luck to me as I figure out the software, but hopefully once I get it all figured out and set up, it will be easier in the long run and an investment that will be totally worth it. So, and if you would like to watch some new ways of teaching a first piano lesson, like to a very beginner student in their first weeks of lessons, there is no investment involved except your 20 minutes of time to watch this video that I have posted. And it is what my piano teacher in high school, when I was in high school, my piano teacher taught me a lesson on how to teach a first lesson. And I share all of that. Uh, You can start at angelatune.com and you can sign up to watch this free video. It's on a website with online courses, by the way. So you'll need to create an account, but it's no investment of money at all. And you can enjoy that. And then you've heard me talk about the Piano Teacher Primer course. Now, I'm not planning on taking this down at this point. I have learned a few things since putting up the Piano Teacher Primer course. It's still amazing, but I am going to work. I am working on an upgrade. I can hardly wait, okay? I'm still finalizing the details, so I'm not gonna give it away just yet, but it will help guide you through a lot of these new ideas that I just was talking about. Fresh ideas on new music to try, game ideas. There's gonna be a lot more about games and things you can do and implement in your lessons. And it's just gonna be more interactive and more fun. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. But thank you so much for joining me. So onward to 2024 for new piano teaching ideas. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Before you go, a quick note. Your dedication to piano education is keeping the music alive. 
If you found value in our conversation, please leave a rating or a review and share it with a fellow piano teacher. Together, we're changing the world one student at a time. Until next week, play on.